everyone welcome to another diva with patrick and jamie we are here it's christmas week patrick are you uh expecting anything for christmas uh just uh a road trip we're going on a road trip so i'm expecting uh to see some snow that's okay because like we're going to where there might be snow so okay. expecting that and uh i think that's it what about you you know, I'm, I don't have any really uh, crazy high expectations. You know, my kids like opening presents and there's a lot of presents under the tree. So, so that nice. will happen. Nice. Yes. And it'll be, it'll be great. So I hope everyone uh, has a great Christmas and we are going to talk about, are we talking about part of the Christmas story today, Patrick? Uh, I mean, a little bit, maybe a little okay. housekeeping first. Oh, good. How's we're it? we're taking a break from our our series through the minor prophets until the new year. Right. We do still have five minor prophets to go through, but there's more pressing things we need to talk about this week oh, gotcha. and next week. So we're taking a break. We'll pick up the minor prophet series on January sixth. So something to look forward to. Mark your calendars for that. But today we are looking at Luke chapter one. We're going to look at Mary's song verses forty six through. 56 46 56 song that's a very christmasy thing yeah yeah so since it is a sunday i think well we're recording on anyway jamie you get to read today oh good oh that's so good thank you um here we go all right so this is mary's song luke ch- uh, chapter 1 verses 46 through 53 no through 56. 56. 46 to 56. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, Patrick, the first thing I noticed about this passage right out of the gate is it's, it's, it's supposed to be a song. Why and, didn't you sing then? Why, yeah, well, I didn't hear you no, singing. I was, I, because I didn't know the tune. So I figured you needed to give us a little bit of what you think the tune would be. <laughs> I am not musical. I can't. I, mean, I can't I do that. I don't know, but but you know, it is it is probably worth like looking into uh, when we look at at this. I'm not sure what language this would have been originally in, because we're reading it in English. It was written in in Greek, but Mary probably would have been speaking in Aramaic, or possibly maybe. Potentially, there's some Hebrew in here. Probably not. It's probably Aramaic originally, but we don't know. So right. it's hard to kind of pick out like what what would rhyme. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's right? hard to pick out a tune as well because 
I know different, different cultures and even like within cultures throughout history, music has constantly changed. Yeah. Cadences, instruments, musical styles, uh, are always changing, always kind of different. You know, in the 1920s, we had like big band music, you know, really lots of instruments. And now today we have one dude sitting in his bedroom doing mumble rap. That's right. <laughs> like, we so we've, like, we've made a big progression here. So I don't know if it's possible to uh, come up with uh, a, song, exactly a song for this. Mumble rap, Patrick. What does that sound like? <laughs> Uh, I, you can, I'll let the, the listeners figure it out for themselves. Self-study. Well, well, let's, let's look at this song because it's called Mary's song in your Bible. There might be a title that says Mary's song on it. Um, those titles weren't there originally. So what gets a little (laughs) tricky when we look at the Bible, uh, is some of these things were added later. So we, we don't necessarily want to like make big proclamations about a section of scripture based off the title. Usually the titles, you know, like, I don't know, 99 times out of a hundred are going to be right on the money. There's not like a problem with them. Um, But they are, they weren't there originally always. Now in the Psalms, when you read the Psalms, a lot of the titles that are put in the Psalms uh, were there. Um, And a lot of the extra details, like it might say a Psalm of David or a Psalm of Asaph or, or something like that. Th- those are there from the beginning, which is kind of a cool, uh, cool thing to know. So this actually, in the, the first part of it, it says, and Mary said, it doesn't say, and Mary sang. So we're going to let you out the hook, Patrick. But the reason <laughs> that it's a song is that the way that it's put together is it seems like uh, it it's written more of like a poem or a song than it's written like a, um, just like, a statement that someone would make. Right. Yeah. Cool. Verse 46, uh, it starts off by saying, my soul glorifies the Lord. Amazing. (laughs) No more thoughts on that. That's just a cut and dry, clear, clear statement. (laughs) Yeah. Not a, not a whole lot of, uh, yeah. Very, like you said, very clear cut and dry statement. Yeah. Um, and, and I think this whole thing we got to put in the context too. like, this is Mary, right? And in different faith traditions, people have a hard time knowing what to do with Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do with Mary? She is a person, a human, but she was the mother of Jesus. Like what? <laughs> like, how do you yeah. deal with that? You know, Cat- category of its own right there. That's it. And things in scripture that like house God, um, are typically hard for us to deal with, right? So yeah. we think about like the ark. Now the ark wasn't necessarily a house of God, but it's where God's presence would rest. Uh-huh. And the ark is something that's hard to deal with from like a theological standpoint. We're like this is a weird thing. Like what do we do with it? How do we deal with it? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we should make a movie with Harrison Ford called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, because the ark is like this mystical thing. We yeah. need to like understand it. Or when we talk about temples or churches or places where we think God like lives, there, there's an element of mystery to it that doesn't quite make sense. And so when it comes to Mary, Mary was like where God lived. Right. Yeah, right. First. Literally. Like yeah. God lived in Mary. 
um, when we talk about Jesus lineage, like where he came from, uh, they think that I think it's the, the Luke account of Jesus genealogy was from Mary's line. Um, Joseph was really more of like a stepdad to Jesus than an actual dad, but Mary was Jesus biological mother. Yeah. And that's hard for us to understand. So different, um, faith traditions treated differently. And in the Catholic faith tradition, Mary is, um, held in very high esteem and very high regard and is a saint because they have in Catholic tradition, you have saints and saints are these people who, who have this special relationship with God and God used in amazing ways. Um, now there were some problems in the Protestant kind of religion or, or, or even in, in Catholicism internally where people were like, I don't really want to like pray to a saint. I would rather pray to God because I can access God more directly. Right. Yeah. And so something that happened that I think is unfortunate is Protestants started to kind of move away from learning about Mary. Mm -hmm. We started to like kind of shift away and be like, ah, we don't want to really be into this whole Mary thing because you know, we'd rather just worship Jesus, worship God, and let's kind of like look away from Mary. But Mary is this like super amazing person in scripture. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so. And important. And extremely important and, and is closer to us than we think, right? Mary is, is in a lot of ways kind of a stand-in for humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, all yeah. of Jesus' humanity can be kind of wrapped up in Mary, right? Because mm-hmm. all of his, who he was as a person uh, was from Mary and everything he was as God is from uh, the Holy Spirit in terms of him coming into being. So I think there's a lot of cool things to point to Mary and the critique that usually people have of, of kind of holding up Mary in high regard is that is that we uh, will end up worshiping God um, incorrectly because we'll worship Mary instead of God. But let's look at this song and right from the get go, right? Verse 46, Mary is giving glory to God, not to herself, pointing directly to God. So there's a great example of let's learn from Mary instead of being afraid of jumping in and learning more about it. So there we go. Sorry about (laughs) that long explanation. No, it, it was great. It was super good. And like, it says, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Yes. So she's talking about herself still, but it's all from a direction of God. Yes. And it's cool. I mean, I think the main theme of this whole song is like, God's awesome. And (laughs) being humble is great too, right? Like, yeah. Humility keeps jumping out here. So let's talk about how humble Mary is. Like, what do you know about Mary, Pat? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I think like it, she outlines her humble, how humble she is herself right in the next lines. It says, from now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. She's not saying I did this, you know, uh, yeah. she's like kind of saying maybe like, yes, I recognize that I am like in the spotlight, but it was the mighty one that did the great things yeah. really is his name. Uh, and that kind of encompasses Mary's character. I think the best 
yeah. is she's able to recognize like, yes, I am very blessed, but this is why. Yes. And because it's she funny. could have said, she could have said like, I'm, this is me. This is like my works. <laughs> it's like, she could have like in a way twisted it to say like, I made this happen. Jesus is of me, but that's like, not really. That's obviously not what happened. Yeah. And, and that's it. And that's a great word. I mean, people sometimes will end like their emails saying like, you know, talk about like, be blessed. They'll use that. Or they'll say like, Oh, I'm so blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, other ways of translating that might be I'm lucky <laughs> or, uh, or some people will like say it in like a false humility, but what they're really saying is like, yeah, I got everything together. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I figured it out. But Mary is humble. Now, we got to know a few things about Mary, I think, to kind of give us a little background on her. She is not living in, like, the best town, in the best city. She's kind of living out in the sticks. She's living out in, like, the rural, poor, insignificant town. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't want to name a town uh, that would be considered kind of like this, but um, if you can think of the most rural, insignificant town that you know of, um, it's like that. That's like kind of what Mary was, where Mary was at. And, um, she's young probably, right? She's not like in her forties or her thirties. She might not even be in her twenties. She might still be in her teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that culture, in that time, um, you know, having standing as a person, if you really wanted to have standing, you would be an educated adult male that's like with money and property that would be like the best thing Mm -hmm. it seems like mary has no property maybe she does we don't really know um but it doesn't seem like she has property she's she's not quite an adult yet i mean she is but she's not married it says she's betrothed to joseph which means they're kind of like engaged it's kind of like being super engaged Mm -hmm. it's like you're engaged but like it's gonna happen um, uh, but typically you wouldn't have like lived together yet. It'd be like a year of, of being in this kind of engagement mm-hmm. and she is pregnant, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, that's kind of a, not a great place for someone to be. Mm-hmm. She is like humble. Yeah. So God didn't choose a throne to when he showed up yeah he could have chosen he could have he could have right he could have made like the most important you know best seat at the table kind of a thing yeah god chose to show up in mary um and not just like to show up and and show up in a manger magically but he literally was inside of mary dependent on this young girl to be alive how incredible is that yeah. yeah, right. And even like in the rest of Mary's song, she doesn't talk about herself at all. She only talks about herself in the first few verses. Yeah. I mean, she even, it, it feels like even Mary is like so dependent on Christ. She's not dependent on, on like herself. She goes on to say all the things that Christ has done already. Yes. And I, I see a lot of things in here that are similar to when Jesus starts to teach. 
Um, he teaches the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit. He kind of gives this like inverse thing. And that's what Mary's saying here, right? Um, how, he's, how he's scattered those who are proud, um, how he's brought rulers down from their thrones, but he lifted up the humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are hungry are now filled. Um, people who are rich, uh, they're, they're empty. Um, this is who God is, right? He's a God who takes the things that are lowly, that are humble, that, that don't seem significant, and he elevates those. Yeah. Kind of levels everything. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like flips it around. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the first shall be last, the last shall be first. Exactly. Exactly. But... Um, so in this song, uh, I kind of like verse 53. He filled the hungry with good things. Yeah. What's the most hungry you've ever been, Pat? Oh, man. That's, I don't know. Uh, I've been pretty hungry before. Hmm. But I can't, nothing like specifically comes to mind. I think I did a, a 24-hour fast once. Oh yeah, and then I had uh, two four by fours from In and Out. After that, Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of calories, my friend. Yeah, like something. It's kind of rough to eat a lot after fasting. You gotta like go, go kind of slow. Yeah, you kind of gotta uh, ease into that. Yeah, so I don't know. I just, but I don't know if in this verse it's talking necessarily about food. He filled the hungry with right. good things. So. People can be hungry in a lot of different ways. Spiritually hungry. Um, they can be hungry for knowledge. Hungry for anything, really. Uh, hungry for food. And I think uh, this specific verse is not necessarily saying Jesus went and fed people, which we know Jesus did go and feed people. But I don't know if that's specifically what it is. Jesus also went and fed people's desire to learn more about him. Yeah. He, uh, Jesus fed people's desire to uh, maybe get super rich. And then Jesus did what he did to like bring those people back to him. Uh, and even the second part of verse 53, but he sent the rich away empty. Uh, that's people being hungry for something that Jesus wasn't on board with and kind of like making them hungry anew almost. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's it. And is he does that. And I wonder if when Mary writes this, she's thinking about even herself, you know, maybe she was hungry for God to be in her life. Maybe she was hungry to be a servant for the Lord, you know? Yeah. And God was like, okay, here we go. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> here's what's going to happen. Um, and, and that's like an incredible thing that God would do that God would do this. And it's an incredible thing that Mary would have such an attitude. Like if you think about who God chooses, um, you even look at like the person of David, King David, he was like the least of his brothers. Mm -hmm. God didn't choose the one who was the most powerful, the oldest, the most significant. He chose the shepherd boy who was so insignificant. His dad didn't even have him show up for the, you know, to be chosen. This, this guy's all the way down the line. No point in even having him here. 
but God does that. He lifts up the humble. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I, you know, we kind of look at that and we wonder, well, well, why, you know, what, what is the, the reason behind that? And I think there's a couple reasons, you know, one reason is people who are humble um, are more moldable by God. Mm. If you think you have it figured out, what good are you going to be to God? Yeah. Good point. Yeah, but if totally. you're reliant on, on God for direction and for strength, uh, that's like where you become a really good, you know, kind of partner with, with God in, in the gospel. Um, the other thing that is important, I think with humility is God is doing this to show that he's the one who has the power, right? Right. If God picked the most powerful, the strongest, the best, the, you know, whatever, uh, people might say, oh, well, they're doing this by their own power. Uh, God isn't really a part of it. They're just doing it on their own. Right. Yeah. And I love what you said. It's like the humble people are very moldable. Non-humble people aren't. And that's, uh, again, back to like what we said at the beginning, Mary was a, a humble person. She was very moldable by Christ. And I think that's why God picked her to be uh, the blessed one and the, the mother of Jesus. Yeah. And, and Mary is a character too that, you know, she's going to, her, her life isn't going to be easy. Right. Yeah. You know, when we get to Jesus, when he's like 30 or whatever, um, doing ministry, Joseph's not on the scene anymore. So what we can assume is that he probably has passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which means, you know, here she is kind of like a single mom. Um, and there are, uh, you know, it does say that his mother and brothers were there and they didn't, at the time, they didn't really believe in who he was. It took them a little bit of time to actually follow him. Mary was at the cross watching her son, Jesus die. Like, Oh, I can't think of a worse thing for a mom. Right. Yeah. Um, so She's had, she's going to go through some pretty tough things, but right now she realizes that, that she's blessed and that God is doing good stuff in her life. Yeah. So I guess what I want to leave all of our viewers and listeners with is how do you need to maybe be a little more humble, hmm. right? Like if yeah. you were going to write uh, a song to glorify God, what would you write? How would you write about yourself and what God has done for you? I love it. Yeah. Thanks for checking it out. And we'll see you soon. Bye, everyone.